Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. We are back at home on Monday afternoon recording this podcast for you to listen to on your Tuesday morning car ride or your Tuesday grind at the office. Championship weekend is a wrap. As expected, the chalk covered in style. Uh, Andy, how was your uh, how was your weekend? Pretty positive for you? Yeah. You ever have the... Uh, it's greed. I suppose greed kills, but greed is good, too. Gordon Gecko said that. But I, I'm just like... I went 2-0. and I had minus 7 on both. Hit a cute little prop here or there. And at the same time, I'm just pissed that I didn't place that, you know, the the teaser like in, in what world doesn't Andy play that teaser I guess it yeah, went down it went, it, it went to seven so it wasn't a true long teaser or whatever so I'm uh <laughs> I'm a myth that I didn't do that but at the same time whatever had minus seven in both games both came through a little sweaty on the uh on the Titans one I was a little sketched out by how that was turning out at the end but got there better team one Kansas City looks great the opener was kind of yeah. what I thought it would be. The total's getting beat up right now, but mm. yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not looking at like some huge edge on the Super Bowl right now. No, um, I think these are pretty sharp numbers. It's, it's a very good number, I think, is what they opened. And as far as that, uh, I guess we'll just have to dive into the prop market next week. Yeah, I think that is the right way to attack this, and there's a lot of unknowns. Two teams that uh, do not have a ton of experienced players who have been to Super Bowls. Um, is there anyone in the game besides Jimmy G who started a Super Bowl before? Richard Sherman, I guess. Yep. D4. No, not D4. Uh, I'm trying to think of re- recent guys who got traded Staley? to either of these teams. Has Staley been on the Niners that long? No. That's, I mean, that oh, was like maybe, a decade actually, ago. You know what? I think he has, actually. I think you're I was, probably right. I think I that th- is true. I think he has, but seriously, that that Ravens 49ers one, that was like 10 years ago. That's right. He was drafted he, in 07. So he was he drafted in 07. He, yeah, was he was on that, definitely there. He was on that team. Oh, fuck, man. It's 35. Staley. He's still um, so good, too. I know, yes. He's, he, and they, and the, the, the offensive line was a differentiating factor in that game by, you know, for, and the tight ends, I guess. But uh, the, just the, in general, the run scheme, the blocking was spectacular. But uh, yeah, you have Central two. Central Michigan. Fire up That's trip. right. That's right. Uh, you had two, uh, you have two coaches. Andy Reid has coached one Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots. And uh, Kyle Shanahan, offensive coordinator for one Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. So uh, a little bit of uh, kind of, uh, some inexperience across the board, really, um, which will make it for an interesting handicap because there's really not, you know, there's no clear and obvious differentiating factors the way these two teams matched up. And we're going to spend a good amount of time next week diving into this matchup. I don't really want to go into it too much today. It's stupid to do three episodes where all we do is talk about the Super Bowl. So let's, I guess, let's cover a little bit of ground going back to these championship games, see if we can kind of make sense of what happened. Um, I still lament that we didn't get Ravens Chiefs. That really would have been a much more entertaining game, in my opinion, than Titans Chiefs was. We were robbed. Uh, And uh, I was also upset that we didn't get uh, Seahawks Diners. That would have been more entertaining than Niners Packers. Um, But so goes. At least the Super Bowl is is the best possible matchup we could have been given, uh, given the Final Four. Um, 
I guess let's go back to the Chiefs. So Chiefs have gotten here on the back of beating two AFC South teams. Are we supposed to be impressed by that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they beat an AFC a, South that's team a great with point. Bill O'Brien coach, coaching them. They built, they beat an AFC South team on their fourth straight road game. Are we supposed to be impressed by that? I guess Vrabel doesn't have to cut his dick off. That's cool. <laughs> by all means, everyone can breathe a sigh of relief for Vrabel's dick. Um, I guess I don't know that it was it was a great run. The Chiefs clearly the better team. Pat Mahomes is playing at uh, um, kind of the same level. He's at MVP form from last season in terms of how uh, effectively he's passing the ball. Uh, the advanced stats bear that out in terms of his overall performance. I, uh, and even that, come back from like, that injury that fast and just I, yeah, and doing what know. he's doing that run, know. which, Oh man, the, this has got brought up. Actually, it got brought up earlier today here. Somebody said that the whole, you know, the sideline reporter, sometimes sideline reporters do have kind of a hard job because they have to ask just stupid, obvious questions. <laughs> like when they, when they ask about that, like, Oh, you know, what, how did that run play out? Like one time, just one time I want to hear a guy say, I mean, it was just some really shitty tackling at the end. Yeah. It's like, I got, I got the edge. I made it down there. I should have probably been down somewhere between the five and 10, but the guy, <laughs> he tried to arm tackle my shoulders and half-ass strip the ball. And from there, I just kind of fell into the end zone. He's like, that's a hundred percent on the, on the defender. It was a terrible job by him. I was <laughs> like, that's what happened. No, I don't want to take anything away from Patty. That was a electric run to get the edge, to just keep trucking. And, get the score. and he mm-hmm. had a great game. He was awesome. But yeah, that's what happened there. That was, uh, that was just some shitty effort by them. Yeah. I don't think anything about Pat Mahomes, uh, kind of the, kind of the glorification of him in the wake of winning the NFC, uh, the AFC title game, uh, the glorification of him winning the MVP last year. None of this is unearned. Like he's performed at a level that has just been inc- incredibly impressive to watch. And even yesterday, the advanced stats, that don't kind of account for, you know, all of the drops. There was a lot, a lot of receiver Two drops in again. Now. Two weeks in a row. These guys uh, in the cold weather in Kansas City have uh, bricks, you know, cement hands. Um, but uh, it didn't matter because he just continued to make plus EV throws, plus EV decisions throughout the entirety of that game, uh, and absolutely, um, you know, absolutely distinguished himself as the better quarterback in the game by far and uh, the best quarterback in the NFC for now. So congratulations, Pat Mahomes. Congratulations to Andy Reid. Uh, as the game played out, um, shocking slow start from them. I uh, did not expect at all to see Tennessee come out and, uh, you know, and, and just drive the ball right down the defense's throats. I thought, uh, and, you know, they, they end up holding them for a field goal on that first drive. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, you know, I guess maybe tight three points Titans, that might be their ceiling for the day. Now let's let, uh, let, let, let Pat Mahomes cook, uh, didn't, uh, didn't manifest though. And, uh, it turned out you had, uh, um, a second opportunity for the Titans. They come back and take a 10, nothing lead. Um, so were you sweaty at all at that point? We didn't see the market overreact at all. I think it was still Kansas City was still minus two and a half live down ten, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we we had that conversation in a few different with some people we talked to, and it was just kind of almost jokingly like, "Oh, they they learned their lesson after last week. You can't make that." And not to say like last week the number was monstrous, like even down twenty four twenty four seven, you weren't that far into plus money territory. Which I don't want to 
get into stuff I don't even understand, like time decay and how that all works with the algorithms. But yeah, they they were not willing to give you a big old number on Kansas City being down by double digits just because I mean, they they know exactly where people's money is going to go and they're, they're not willing. So I mean, even I wasn't, though I was I wasn't that worried. Even like, though didn't it, didn't you think getting into the game like didn't it feel like Tennessee was the more popular side in terms of the volume? Yeah, I know, but let's say you had a Tennessee plus whatever. Yeah, plus well, aren't you right? I think there was a lot of Tennessee money line out there. Well, that, there was a lot thing. of Tennessee money line out there. That's the thing. If you had Tennessee money line and you got KC plus one twenty five, one fifty, aren't you taking both? Yeah, not that if you're a professional, you are, but not if you're, you know, if you're a recreational player and you're like, I know Tennessee's got the juice, their magic. This is their magical run. They're up ten nothing. You're patting that's yourself true. on the back for winning the game. In first yeah. quarter, up ten nothing with five minutes to play in the first. Yeah, that's that is the thing too. You can get caught up in that whole. I made the right pick. Look how good this team is. I mean, I'm sure I don't I don't have the time or energy to do that, but I'm sure somebody has grave dug some tweets from last week, mm-hmm. like just crowing about their Houston Houston money line Houston everything. Boy, that was. That was really something. But, I mean, same deal. Same deal, maybe against a little stiffer defense even. And they just yeah. they went down and scored and scored and scored. And yeah, well, we said this earlier. Yeah. Like, Tennessee punted one time in the first half. They scored on three out of their four drives, and they went into the half behind. What else can you do? Yeah. Like the, they, <laughs> yeah. Were, they were outclassed. Like, um, the fact that we had to sweat minus seven was stupid. They were not in the same class. They didn't get their run game going like they had been during this stretch. And we mentioned this. You've mentioned this. You had the the stat on like the very rare times that this ever happened. They're on like their hundredth straight road game. That does take its toll. I think it finally did take its toll. And yeah, you can't. You're not going to out Mahomes, Mahomes on the you know on the business end of a four game road trip after playing a bunch of good teams. <laughs> I like that uh, the way you put that. Yeah, and I agree with you. Um, I thought the fact that down 10 nothing, uh, there was no choke. There was no tightness at all in Kansas City. They came Ooh. back out and they drove. Uh, what they have like a five-minute drive. Uh, they went. Um, there was like a bad penalty, I feel like, at the kickoff. So anyway, they went like 85 yards. Or 75 yards. Um, almost yeah, they, all in Mahomes. They, did have a, they had a, a personal foul on the kickoff return. Started back at like the 10. Yeah, they but they yeah they uh, it was all in Mahomes' arm. Uh, they were they were no you know no problem at all. Um, and then uh, yeah, then the defense continued to underperform. Uh, the I thought that the defense, the couple penalties that they had, that you know where they um, affect you know they kept the drive alive for the Titans were brutal. Um, the third and twenty two maybe no no more. Uh, that was a real ticky-tack foul. Uh, gave the Titans the opportunity to take the two-score lead for the second time. And at this point, I was uh, I was getting pretty bummed. I was like, "You freaking serious? Like these guys are really going to catch every single break?" Um, but yeah, it was a quick strike. And you know what we did? Yep, we doubled down at halftime. Doubled down at halftime. We had yep. faith. Double down, Trent. And you know, I like half jokingly, but I mean. Kind of seriously, I talk about, you know, the books know what people saw and people know what they saw. And maybe that's why you didn't get the real fat number on Kansas City, just because they can come back. 
but also Kansas City cast, you know, they remember that. They were there. Like that's I don't think, you know, you said they didn't get tight. I think maybe that's the reason they didn't get tight. They're like, we we can do this. Like I want to say it was the Raiders game this year too. They did that. They scored like 28 points like that. They just last week in the second quarter, like all they have to do is think back to that. They know they're fully capable of coming back. That's why I think they are so scary in the Super Bowl. Even if San Francisco has a few things break right, they get an early lead. Like it's just not safe. There's no like safe lead. This team can go do it against anybody. It's a, it's a scary ass offense when it's clicking like this and Mahomes looks somehow completely healthy. How about the defense? They almost let the Titans yeah. backdoor this fucker. That was not happy with him at times. At and, thirty at thirty five seventeen, game should have been over. And let's and be gave, fair, they, I, they did win. They, they went a little soft. Like it wasn't, they, you know, that wasn't the the defense we saw in the second and third quarter. Six minutes left in the game, fourth and eight on their own twenty two. How do you let the the punter complete a twenty eight yard pass? Yeah, not being ready for that. I feel like the special teams coach probably got a sassitude. That was really bad. That was brutal. And it, you know, that little bit of a breather put the Titans back in the game. Kansas City could only it's work Dave two. Tube. <laughs> yeah, really. Kansas, and then even then, like 418 left. T- Kansas City, I mean, t- Titans had um, two timeouts left. You have the ball with 418 and an 11-point lead. And your offense is that good. Titans should never get the ball back. And yet they weren't even able to get to the two-minute warning. And they weren't able to get Tennessee to use their two timeouts. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, they still haven't learned how to correctly, you, you know, operate in the end-of-game scenarios to keep teams from coming back on them. That was kind of, I thought, an important lesson learned here. Even in this moment, even with all of these advantages and you know this massive lead, you still couldn't put this team away. Yeah, it wasn't great. You give Tannehill the ball back with 208 on the clock and one timeout. That's enough for a good, better offense, for a better team, for a more capable quarterback to hurt you. It ended up not mattering because fourth and sixth, Frank Clark finally made a play. First time I heard Frank Clark's name called in a positive manner in like eight or ten weeks. Um, but he comes comes up with the you know the game saving sack on fourth and six that put away the game. But my God, at two like to give your opponent back the ball, you know to to not be able to take more clock there, and in, in they ran a shitload of plays, but they just couldn't do anything to take the clock down. Like what was going on here? One, two, three, four, five, six. They got they got. Yeah, yeah. They ran eight plays. They only took. T- Less than two minutes off the clock. They only stopped. They only used made forced the Titans to use one of their two timeouts, um, and a bunch of their runs were negative runs. Like they got a too many men on the field call in their advantage. Like yeah, like the that end was, of the game stuff. That I was weird. Was, I that was whole bad. thing was that whole thing was super weird. How late they called some. Yeah, some of the penalties. And were I strange. do want to apologize yeah. to Dave Tube. He was also the he was the special teams coordinator for the. I mean, they lost the Super Bowl, but Devin Hester started that Super Bowl off with a bang, and I'm giving Dave Tube 100% credit for that. <laughs> Nothing to do with the all-universe athleticism of Devin Hester? This is not Dave Tube's first Super Bowl as a special teams coordinator. I'm just going to put that out there. That's cool. 
That's cool. But yeah, he um, had to get his ass chewed. You have to be ready for that. Like when when the team is in that sort of game state, he, I mean, you should always be semi ready for a fake. Just like, hey, watch for this stuff. We've watched tape on this. We know mm-hmm. what, we know what to look for, and just in general. But in a game state like that, yeah, to let a guy just run up the seam like that, <laughs> uncovered, let the punter just toss, I mean, just soft toss it. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. So. All Otherwise, told, it, I mean, told, is that our City only nitpicks? A, well, no, because like this, I don't think this is a meaningless nitpick. Like, no, no, I no. Feel like I, on, I, I don't want to neutral. Just, yeah. I feel like in a neutral situation, I told you before. I, I told you on the Wednesday pod, my neutral power numbers made this an eleven-point game, mm-hmm. and they win by eleven. Even though actually having after having seen the game, they clearly had massive advantages, offense versus defense, and the Titans clearly were impacted by the. Uh, you know, the the road that they traveled to get here, I feel like. Um, and they only won by 11. Like that, like watching back, watching that game, thinking about it, thinking about how one-sided the, you know, the the performance was from for most of the game, I feel like that should have been more than an 11-point win. I feel like anyone with alternate spreads on KC got a little shortchanged. Did you? I tickled a little, just... 13 and a half and 14 and a half. So, yeah. Don't you feel like that was kind of a bad beat? No, it, like, it was Kansas kind of City a bad was beat. clearly, I thought, 20 or so points better than Tennessee on this day, and yet they win by 11. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same point, if you're Andy Reid, are you even – I mean, you bring this up. You'd be like, hey, even in prevent, we do have to tighten some of this up. But at the same time, it was never in doubt. Like, the money line is all Andy cares about. Yeah, but if you're not because they're not yeah. running that same kind of defense if they're up six, they're not running that same defense if they're up eight, ten. And they yeah, were I don't up, know that they were I don't know lot. that they're for sure winning that game if they're only up six. <laughs> like, like that. Uh, no, it, I mean you're you're missing my point. Like that. Okay. That was a pre. You know that was full prevent. Like they, I, I, I still I understand. Like the the fake punt was that was rough. Like. Doesn't matter what the game state, how much you're up by. Don't pull that shit. You got to be better than that. But I thought the, the touchdown time, pass was soft as hell too. The touchdown pass for Frisker, Fisker, first Fisker, yeah, Fister, whatever his name is. Uh, that was the softest half touch, touchdown pass. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but again, it was just prevent defense. Yeah, I thought I they played. Really, per- I thought yeah. they played pretty well from from the you know seventeen seven until they started throwing the prevent because the offense had taken care of things. I thought the defense looked pretty decent and they did a great job. Dad, Derek Henry had 69 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was great. I mean, yeah, he was, that. he was, he was all universe in terms of output. Although I would also contend that a lot of his, you know, a lot of his yardage came in second halves with leads and that's where he is the most valuable. So it's not necessarily, you know, there's there's a little bit of inflation there because they were, you know, they were up in those games. They needed to put away the leads, and he carried them to the finish line. That's that's what you need to ask of your, you yeah. know, of your RB one. Um, so you know, good job. If he's not going to help you get back into the game, I feel like people who look at how many carries he's got in the second half and are like bemoaning the fact that he didn't get more touches, like you you agree that that's utterly ridiculous revisionist yeah. kind of nonsense, I mean, right? Yeah, that's super nonsense. 
and in fact, I Tannehill I looked even, good. I thought he did too. I thought Tannehill was fine. Like, if anything, they should have thrown more. Yeah, they just needed to. They 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 got. I did not think they got a very good performance out of AJ Brown. I didn't think he got separation that he needed to get for most of the game, and he didn't run particularly crisp routes, and he had some drops. Um, Johnny Smith was the more dangerous target. I thought they should have just. They should have worked more packages in to get Johnny Smith on single coverage against the tight the uh, the linebacking core, which you could really make you can really make Kansas City hurt that way. Which I'm going to be bringing up again a lot next week when we handicap the Super Bowl. I think. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so excited. This is <laughs> this is going to be a. I almost don't want to bet this game, like yeah, side no, side or total. I might yeah. just leave it alone and just bet like forty props. Because this game is going to be so fun to watch. Like I'm I think, finally, yeah, I think no, I yeah. haven't been this excited for a Super Bowl, and oh boy, yeah. I can't remember. This one's going to be this is going to be a live betting delight. There's going to be a lot of opportunities, I think, to to get involved with the team that's down. Yeah, honestly, that that same one we talked about a little earlier, like the the Kaepernick. Uh, I, I mean, it was still it was Flacco, but still, like that was a super fun game. Mm-hmm. I was I was pumped for that, and that one delivered. And then the next year, you had the Seahawks drubbing Peyton Manning. Yeah, that was a snooze. That was a super snooze. Uh, yeah, it didn't every other year thing. Because then we had we had the interception at the goal line, and then the next year we had Carolina not really showing up, and then you had the comeback after that, the twenty-eight three. And then Philly kind of giving it to the Patriots. Last I don't know. Day. That wasn't a giving it to the Patriots. That game was in no, the was balance a, until it was the a good, strip it was sack a, on Brady. It was a good game, but man, they gave up 41 points. Like yeah, that one, Malcolm, that one, I'm Malcolm throwing Butler. that one out. <laughs> throwing that one out. And then last year, last year obviously sucked. Last year was one of the worst so, all time. So, so yeah, maybe the worst all time. Um, okay. So I think we're due. We're getting a good one. I agree. No doubt. I think we're due. I think we're due. I think we're due. Um, Man, we had a good run of Super Bowls. Yeah, like even the shitty twelve was all. We're all good. Even the shitty ones, like I mentioned, Carolina not showing up. I had Carolina team total under in that one. Like it's funny how you remember bets like that. Of course, they're just never in doubt. Mm -hmm. Never ever. They they just did not show up on offense. That was mm-hmm. a beauty. So let's talk about the Niners Packers. Um, Packers were frauds. We knew they were frauds coming into mm-hmm. this game. They spotted the Niners 27 points, which guess what? That's too many. Um, to I, The first half was a very interesting half because pretty clearly I felt like Shanahan tipped his hand. He was going to run this ball up their tailpipes. He decided. You know, he, he said, got, I got, dare you to stop me. And I dare you to stop me. Didn't. Yeah. And so Mike Pettin, I dare you to adjust from your dime packages when we have clear and obvious running running sets on the field, three tight ends. We are very obviously going to run this ball. <laughs> and they did not adjust, and it did be it ended up being the difference. Um, first drive, they gave it to Coleman three times. Second drive, they were like, Oh, we'll try Mostert. Yep, that worked. Uh, and then they never went really, they never really went back to Coleman. Although 
he did come out of the game with a uh, dislocated elbow. I didn't 100 percent get the uh, the details on what how bad that injury was, but in the moment, it was pretty brutal. Um, he landed very hard, put a lot of pressure on that joint. It's uh, and yeah. Funny, funny thing is, we all thought it was an elbow injury, and I forget it. It was actually it was a shoulder dislocation. Oh, he dislocated his shoulder. Oh, yeah, okay. There was no, so, see, much, so much, so much pressure on his shoulder when he landed. I guess it popped out. Okay. Um, he he might play in the Super Bowl. Okay, uh, yeah, shoulder dislocation doing... is not as bad. Elbow dislocation, you often damage like the bone and ligaments and yeah. shit. But if it's shoulder, that that not the worst thing. Okay, I just pulled uh, something up and said, yeah, they're doing an MRI to see if he effed up his labrum. Yeah, yeah. Labrum, real real know, quick, early labia. in the game, his labia. He, he did he he didn't tear his labia. I hope. Um, oh, early in the game, Packers punt from midfield on fourth and one. Were you as, you know, were you, I mean, obviously I was as a, as a San Francisco backer in the moment, I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, thank yeah. you. Like I oh, did not yeah. want Green Bay to get out to a lead in this game at all. That would have completely pivoted the entire approach from San Francisco. That would have put Jimmy G on the spot. And clearly they did not want to do that in this game. Uh, so the punt from, from midfield on fourth and one, I was pretty fired up with. Do you think that was a, that was like a you know, rookie coach's mistake and, for Matt LaFleur? I kind of want to go back and look at his tendencies on that sort of stuff. I don't know how many Packers games I really watched, but I thought I thought he would go for it, like for sure. And it's not like you're playing, you know, like we talked about, KC or the Ravens or some, some offense that has really done it up for a long period of time. The Niners have had a few games where their offense really showed up, but maybe they thought it was going to be one of those grinded out, you know, first team to first team to 20 wins a game and we're going to play field position early and boy that did not work out. It's like it's like people say if you as an opponent and we are the opponent because we bet on the other side are happy that the team is punting, like it's a bad punt. Like we were very happy they weren't going for it, because that's 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 a play you get. I don't know if they're yeah. that scared of the front four. Or, <clears throat> they have yep. decent running schemes. I thought I would have I would have gone for that. It's, it felt yep. great. No, like you said, it felt great to see them punting that ball away. I loved it as a Niners backer, and from there on, it, it was uh, it was one sided. So the the cherry on top of that uh, that does positive outcome for the Niners in terms of the decision-making. Yeah, the Packers. Um, well, in the best part, they're on green Bay's 36. It's third and eight. They run a misdirection with Mostert. That was one of the purest play calls and one of the cleanest blocking yeah. assignments I've ever seen. And Mostert had a gear that I don't think anyone on the field expected or knew that he had on that day. Cause he put his foot down and was gone. 36-yard touchdown run. It was on third and eight too, because I mean, and, and obviously, you know, they caught Green Bay looking for expecting the pass. You know, they caught Green Bay expecting that they're going to try to make a pass, and if they didn't get it, they were going to try a long field goal. And they, but instead, they just completely um, fooled them. And uh, brilliant, beautiful touchdown by Mostert, um, and come up with a couple key sacks on the next drive, get the ball back and they do it all again. Oh no, they got the field goal on the second drive, but then, uh, um, you know, force the fumble, get the punt, punt, sh- shank punt by green Bay. Uh, and then, 
yeah. And then it was from then on, it was the Raheem Mostert show and his performance was incredible. Rogers was brutal. Everything that could have gone wrong, went wrong. The aborted snap, uh, in San Francisco territory, when you're down 17, nothing taking points off the board for you and giving, uh, you know, San Francisco, the ability to basically kill the rest of the half. Um, the interception by Emmanuel Mosley didn't, yeah. didn't see that, uh, you know, then that, but you know, that, that one, that was entirely on Rogers. Um, and then, yeah, they're giving him more free points right before the half. Unbelievable. 27, nothing at that time game, pretty much freaking over. Um, I don't think we can take much out of the second half of that game. Do you agree? No, only that we sat on a periscope agreed that we should play green Bay second <laughs> half and then somehow got sidetracked and didn't bet it. Like, yeah. cause if you really think about it, we had a 19 and a half point middle. Yeah. I think we should have played that. Yeah. Whoops. On but, top of the fact that at, even in the moment, it was pretty clearly the, the right look for the second yeah, half. We knew, we but up. anyway, uh, didn't, didn't, whatever. It's fine. I don't, I have no, uh, no, no crying over missed plays, I guess, but, um, no, and, I mean you know, the, the regular plays went well. Yeah, both. Uh, I, I feel Green Bay gross. never adjusted their defense. No, San Francisco. True. San Francisco played a lot of let the pass rush go get after it, and you know we'll just uh, you know we'll just play a little prevent here. They ended up giving up some pretty ugly long completions. Does that spook you at all? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we know their coverage is a little bit of an issue. If yeah, you have, did, did they have did they have Witherspoon out there? I'm gonna have to go look at snaps now. See if Witherspoon even took snaps in the secondary. He was so brutal at times versus uh, versus Minnesota, and I think they just end up pulling him completely in that game. And then he, he played many <coughs> special teams, but there there are some issues. Mosley Sherman, Mosley yeah. Sherman, Tart, and Ward were the starting secondary. Um, looking at snap count. Um, I don't even see. That's yeah, good. Witherspoon only took special team snaps. He was on forty six percent of special team snaps. Um, <clears throat> the uh, yeah, I guess if if uh, if you were if you had Niners pick them in the game and they're up twenty seven nothing on Kansas City at halftime, do they hold on? The way they were playing defense in the second half. Man, again, you know, I want to go to the playing with that much of a lead. And it's different. It is way different because, you know, in this situation, this NFC championship game, you're up by four scores. Basically, you score one more time. Things are pretty much buttoned up. And you're just proud. You're out there trying not to get hurt because you got a game in two weeks, a big game, the biggest game of most of these guys' careers. I mean, like we said, who who else has even been to a Super Bowl? It's enormous. And, I mean, Shanahan knows that. Everybody knows that. Like, it, it turns into a, I'm not going to go a million miles an hour to make this tackle. It, it's it's a prevent defense for, like, a whole half almost. And it wasn't, like, a full prevent. Like, it, it was, you know, game state kind of dictates things like that. I don't know if it was like scary. You, you know what I'm getting at? Like it was like, and, and, and at the same time, you can't take anything away from the fact that you were also playing Aaron Rodgers in desperation mode, like a cornered raccoon. 
he's dangerous. Like you can't you can't keep him and Devontae Adams down for a full sixty minutes. It's just it's too tough, especially when you're playing maybe a little bit of a softer a softer coverage, having a big lead like that. So I guess I'll tell you, it's, it's it's scary a little to see that that they can be beaten. But at the same time, it's tough to say what the play calls were on defense. I'll don't. tell you what was disappointing is the first drive after the kickoff. They uh, they couldn't even they they were giving up chunk yards. They weren't even getting to third down. No, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that. Like that's 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 troublesome to me. Like your pass rush is only especially uh, effective at getting you know at making the important play when you're trying to put a game away like this. If you're in third and seven ish and you can really let those guys go, right? That would didn't even manifest. Like I'm like the everything you know everything was like up sixteen yards to Adams, up fourteen yards to Adams, eight to Jones, you know up six to Jones, seven to Allison, 11 to Lewis, nine to Jones. I mean, it was all chunk yards, which was weird. Um, and yeah, I feel well, like luckily they're not, they're not facing a team with, you know, equal or better <laughs> receivers and a, and this will be, you know, spoil the, my hot. I was like embarrassed by this take this morning. Even lay it on you, but well, by all but, means, yeah. But the, the, the like, because because I haven't fully fleshed it out yet. But the Niners, like that kind of pass rush where you're not bringing blitzes, just a four man, like that's not great against somebody who's pretty mobile. They yeah, had a couple. No they had a couple stinkers against Cardinals. Obviously, they struggled with Russell Wilson, who can do it with the best of them. Maybe. Top five all-time mobile quarterbacks. Put him up there with Tarkington and Steve Young. He's amazing. What are you going to do? But at the same time, when Rodgers had success in the second half, he was scrambling around a little. The one big play was on a, a scramble out. Like it's true. With Mahomes compared to maybe a pocket passer, it might be it might be a little more of a, a struggle for this defense. And I mean, just spoiler alert: I, I lean Chiefs if I had to bet this right now. Um, I mean, it's such, it's such a dumb, like, well, let me ask you, fucking though, uh, first take kind of, well, no, 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 but, no, but, me, but I believe it. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, and you know, I don't, again, I don't want to belabor the Super Bowl handicap. I'm much no. more kind of interested in doing a little bit of a kind of a uh, an autopsy on these two games and no, trying to see to, if there's your point, key and obvious stuff. Yeah, yeah, to your point about <laughs> the defense giving up chunk yards, like Mahomes rolling out, yeah, with those receivers. The chunk yards are going to be there. Like I, I am yeah. worried. I guess I wasn't. I'm not worried that they played soft against Green Bay. I'm worried in general about the entirety of the defense for the full 60 minutes, regardless of game state, playing against that kind of offense. It's going to be tricky. Mm-hmm. So in the third quarter, a lot of obvious passing down. It, everything was obviously passing down when Green Bay had the ball. Oh yeah. Niners zero sacks. They never got home. <laughs> and in the fourth quarter, until the last drive when the game was effectively over, it's 37 20. Uh finally one sack and forced a fumble. But even then Green Bay recovered it. So it wasn't even like the clinching play. Um the clinching play wildly was that weird. Richard Sherman interception. You had the noted uh, Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer to ice it. That was pretty fun. Um, that was a cool play. But yeah, no, the 
the Green Bay offensive line, we knew they were capable. They didn't look great in the first half, but the second half they were uh, outstanding, I thought, hmm. and gave them a chance. They gave them a chance. And I would say the Chiefs offensive line, I think, is, in, is on that level. I don't know if the pass rush for San Francisco is going to be a huge differentiating factor in this game. I think you're right about the mobile quarterback angle. I don't think that's stupid. If you're Shanahan, are you are you doing some funny? You know, they don't blitz much. But if no. you're Shanahan, is that is that the game plan? Like, do you, I don't think you can go away from who you are. Not now, no, but at the same time, you can really throw them for a loop. You're like they're bringing guys, and this is not what we expected. Has that ever worked? Has that has that ever worked against Mahomes? I don't think that I don't know that that has ever really worked against Mahomes. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if they do something. uh, If the blitz contains Mahomes in the into the pocket and forces him to get the ball out of his hands in under three seconds regularly without being able to break the pocket and extend plays, then yeah, you're going to be able to limit his ability to hurt you. But you're going to have coverage lapses. You're going to give up a couple home runs. Yeah. I hope so. I'm excited for home runs. <laughs> um, so uh, the one thing that would be pot was positive, obviously, for San Francisco. They And again, I kind of want to blame Green Bay and Mike Pettin for this more than I would really want to give San Francisco that much credit, although it was great. Uh, the running attack, the running game was spectacular. So many... Um, so many fun misdirection looks, so many wrinkles in their rushing attack that were unexpected. Um, they've been doing this all season, but I hadn't seen some of the looks they rolled out. They definitely had some stuff in their back pocket that they hadn't shown us uh, to this point in the season, and it was it was fun to watch. I want you to power rank what was the most important thing. I'll rank them one to four. What caused the Raheem Mostert breakout game the scheme the offensive line Raheem Mostert himself and his skill set or the Packers defense slash defensive coordinator boy just give me your most important which one was the most important out of those four I have an answer well if the offensive line and tight ends combine and their their blocking was one and then the scheme two Mostert three and then Packers four yeah, that's forward. I think it's scheme and blocking or like one and one A. Yeah. It was just beautiful play calling and beautiful I th- execution. Yeah. I think like that he wasn't getting touched for many, many yards down the field. And then by that time he's at full speed and it's a lot harder to tackle a guy when he's running at top speed. He hasn't been touched and he's eight yards down the field. And you've got guys eight, 10, 12 yards down the field pulling off great blocks. Yeah, it was right. it was a really masterful play calling. Like if you told me I had minus seven, and you told me Jimmy threw it like Jimmy Garoppolo had seven completions, just six. give me that one piece. Six was six. it six? Yes. Oh my god! If you give me that one piece of information, Garoppolo had six completions. I'll let you buy out for half right now. I would have written that check. <laughs> and it was it was it was not. If anybody if anybody says that's what they thought, uh, like yeah, most of it was going to run wild. They're they're barely going to throw. It's going to look like an Army Navy game on on that side. Like they're a liar. That was well, that was wild. You you bet most or most rushing yards. What was your handicap on that? Yeah, but that was just the. It's funny. Like you I bet on most say, rushing yards of the day. So most rushing yards of all four games. You got ten games. to one. 
Yes. What was, was the handicap a, on that? The handicap was Odd Shark tweeted something like, hey, here's something at Bovada right now. And I looked at the top number. Derek, Derek Henry was like minus 300. To have, to have the most rushing yards, that is that is, that is oh just, my goodness! I went well. I went back to the game scripts that we laid out. Sure, and it didn't it didn't go exactly how we thought, but we thought that the Niners and Kansas City would first off win, and I thought they'd be scoring quite a few points and being ahead. So it lent itself to maybe Henry and I was getting as many touches, and the Niners backs getting more. Because I didn't, I didn't want to play any of the backs in Kansas City, and I just had to take the risk with, uh, well, the same thing with Green Bay. <clears throat> if yeah. they're behind, you're going to see less of Aaron Jones. So yeah. I actually, I played, I played Coleman and Mostert, like Ken and Kansas to City's one, top rusher was Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, absolutely. I know. <laughs> yeah. I thought I saw yeah. that. That's funny. But yeah, yeah that, that's. Uh, I think we'll we'll get into this a little more when we do props next week. Sometimes, uh-huh. you, sometimes you take your game handicap to break down a prop. Oh, no, I think you, yeah. Yeah, for sure that's how you do it. Like, I thought the game scripts were going to end up with the Niners and the Chiefs maybe running the ball more in the second half, and I thought we had a better shot at some of those Niners numbers. Yeah. And then Raheem Mostert, God bless his heart. He paid for all of, because I placed those at Pavada too, he paid for all of my Australian Open features and then some. (laughs) Just free-rolling, free-rolling in the Aussies. Nice. So here, Um, here we go, Kevin Anderson. Yeah, so yeah, to go back to your power rank question, um, I don't want to short short sell Raheem Mostert. I don't know if you just put a replacement level player in there in that and everything else is the same if they are able to amass 220 and four. Like that was a really great performance by him. He was electric. He I and you know, I I will still contend that it's important. You know, I'm I feel like this is hundred percent anecdotal, but uh, in my opinion, you know, the later we get into the season, having running backs with fresh legs is important. Like if you have a guy like, uh, you know, CJ, what was it? Was CJ Anderson last year for the Rams? Like he yeah. kind of carried them in a couple of playoff games. Like who would have thought like, well, yeah, he had fresh legs and Gurley didn't like, well, that's and, not crazy. Let's, I mean, just going back to last week, Tevin Coleman had a hundred yards on 22 yeah. carries. He yeah. had 4.77 per carry and two touchdowns. I don't want to say like, yeah, you could throw a replacement level guy in there and make it happen. But I think, you know, Coleman, Mostert, Brita, none of them are (laughs) generational talents. Like they're all, (laughs) they're all good running backs. But yeah, I think, I think the scheme scheme is number one with a bullet for me with blocking. They should go just uh, a byproduct of the scheme and and great coaching. Yeah. Um, they should go sign a generational running back. Really give them, you know, they got they got to pay someone. Oh wait, they're ass. paying McKinnick. They have Jay, what's it? What's oh, the guy they're paying? They're pay, the top McKinnick, paid running McKinnick. back isn't even Mostert, Coleman, or Breda. <laughs> they're they're all that's the second, third, and fourth highest paid running backs on their roster. I forgot about um, that, dude. They're like, yeah, yeah. It's this should wild. be this should be a. Uh, <laughs> it's wild. We'll do an off season. check is more important. Oh, their second and third tight ends were more important. Yeah. Anyway. We should do a little off-season topic about that, like which teams are in the worst, worst position cap-wise as far as bad contracts, because there are two or three teams, and I don't even want to put the Niners in that conversation. You know, everybody has some bad money on the books, but there's a couple teams that are just in such bad shape right now. There are, <laughs> there are, uh, but yeah, the, the, 40, the, the 49ers the have plans. The 49ers have more money. 
dedicated to their running back positional grouping than any team in football. Uh, and uh, yeah, paying off for them in the NFC title game. That was for sure. But uh, yeah. And you know, same thing with scheme. Like I, I feel like if you put a smarter approach to stopping it from the defensive standpoint in the game, yeah, you're not going to give up 220 and four touchdowns, but you're still going to get gashed because they were, they, their personnel package was impressive. Um, they had tight ends out there who I have not seen take very many snaps uh, on a bunch of offensive possessions uh, that uh, made differences in the run blocking game. George Kittle was awesome blocking too, by the way, like Kittle juice check. Those guys were blocking their asses off. That was the, the scariest great. damn thing I ever read was the, the Niners are up 27, nothing. George Kittle hasn't touched the ball. The young kid doing – people can't see this. We're on a podcast. Yeah. You know, the, the Jeff of the kid, like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, so good job overall. Fun way to win a game. Fun way to get a cover. Great job getting to the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan and company. Um, any other funny observations from – the tweets are from the games that uh, that you want to bring up before we move on. Kyle Shanahan's hat, yeah, <laughs> straight he, out he, of the skate park, <laughs> yeah, straight, straight, straight off like he was. Rob, on... uh, Rob Lowe's hat also. There was a couple of hats. There was a lot of hats. No, but yeah, yeah, Shanahan looked like he was an extra on like Viva La Bam. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, it yes. was hilarious. Yeah, and... he was a production assistant on Viva La Bam for sure. And yep. then, uh, yeah, wild. Still don't know. Like, Rob Lowe needs to, if you're listening, Rob, and I know you are, let us know where you got that hat. Like, in what world? <laughs> I, it would be better, you know, because my theory was he wanted a hat when he got there and they gave him some generic hat. I would much rather hear that he went out and, like, bought that hat. He oh, of course. It. Like, That'd oh, be man. way, way yeah, far. Like, like, oh, man, I'm going to an NFL game. I, I need an NFL hat. <laughs> no league. Yeah. Yeah. We got to, we, we're trying to rep our show that starts right after this broadcast. And I don't want to offend Which the fans of either sucks. team. <laughs> Rob Lowe still looks good for whatever he is. My 60 God, years old. Yes, he is. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Well, uh, yeah, there the, the overall, the viral content on Twitter during these games was underwhelming. Uh, I wish they had, they, maybe if there were a little bit better games, there would have been more funny stuff. I don't know. But uh, uh, it was, I, I give Twitter, um, I give it a, a C overall for content during the day. The only funny tweet I saw was somebody who uh, just absolutely buried Aaron Rodgers' family. That was, uh, that was quite <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> that I was stopped, quite funny. I stopped reading comments because like after, after a few nice ones, it's like, oh, Packers, <laughs> Packers fans are really mad about this which i don't know like we, we talked about this on air sometimes i miss being like that much of a fan of my team but yeah. at, the, at the same time like if i liked a group of 53 men i've never met before so much <laughs> that i had to like go defend them on twitter and be mad at someone i never met yeah, yeah. Which, that, that feels weird still I know, yeah. like betting. Betting has ruined fanhood for me. Oh, forever. I bet against the Vikings last week hard. Did oh, yeah. not feel that was the right side. Great, great play by you. Yep, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Um, okay, well, 
that was wild, 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 uh, wild game, wild, wild weekend, wild season. Uh, and I think we, we have, uh, we've been blessed with, I think the most entertaining possible matchup Super Bowl wise. Um, so that's huge. Um, yeah. Cause you, you know, you weren't going to get, you know, what we said, we got robbed of the, the Ravens chiefs, you know, only one of them could still come out of the, out of the conference. And I think if I had to pick a, an NFC team, you could do a lot worse. This Niners team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This should be a pretty good game. Yep. 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 Um, I'm not little, seeing, yeah. Oh man, I'm seeing like there's Super Bowl props up already. I'm looking for pro bowl. I'm not seeing it. Let's. Uh, are you? You haven't. You haven't uh, handicapped the Pro Bowl yet. Well, no. Like I don't think they've done the draft or however they do it. They change it every year. I saw lines for sure. There's I lines. Gotta find, I gotta find them for sure. Not at the shops that take real money, but they're up there. Um, that sounds the, about right. <laughs> the uh, I guess. Speaking of props, um, I you do have some extra money at Bavada. Let's go check out what they have. For the Are you going to get uh, you going to get involved with uh, props for the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Okay. What's your general approach? You mentioned a little bit weaving your handicap into the game. Is it fair to say though that you absolutely have to start with whatever the market is telling you as a jumping off point? Yeah, and then, and then trying to if you know different props. I think. Just like anything, different markets take different approaches. Different props take different approaches. Like there's some that you need to sit and do some math and maybe you know lay out some distributions and like what are the actual odds of this sort of thing happening in this game as close as you can figure to see if these numbers are even close or if there's an edge one way or the other or if it's just a pretty sharp line or there you know there's other ones where there's so much freaking variance you should just throw them right out the window. Like when we talked to uh, when we talked to Joey, Joey Kanish the other day, Super Bowl. Oh my God! There's 95 Super Bowl props up already at the. <laughs> but I mean, that, uh, that, didn't that Pat Morrow had like a funny tweet already of like some other shops are, are being uh, are soft. We already got ours up. Yeah, I mean, Bovada. some of these in, unless you unless you have like advanced knowledge or something happens, which boy, you guys like gambling, right? You can tell me it's cool, but like the <laughs> the I've won some big bets. I've won some long shots. The sure. biggest thrill in gambling is knowing uh, talking contest. Well, oh know, yeah, 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 knowing yeah. being on the <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Not that we've ever been on on the right yeah, side right. of yes. a a fixed first half soccer match or something. That is the biggest high that there is. No as comment. Far as, as far as sports betting is being in the know, and some some of these, you know, there's people that will leak things as, as far as like what the what the national anthem singer is wearing or yeah. how long the how long the national anthem was in yeah in you know the, that's that's something that you can that's actionable if you actually yeah. believe reports. But there will like, be someone out there with a with a connection that sees the uh, the Super Bowl halftime show rehearsal and knows what the first song is going to be. Oh, and yeah. that person oh, may or may not tell their coworkers. That's and may or fact. may not brag about knowing it after the fact. Yeah, what a what a weird flex. <laughs> but like here, I'm, I'm looking at this one. Was uh, will Demi Lovato forget or omit a word from the national anthem? Mm. In what world would you would you be able to set a proper price in your mind? Because everything's price when you're when you're wagering. Everything is price. 
you need to figure out like, oh, just like how we do with our, you know, our numbers in the NFL. We make it this, this is what the market says. We find value in that. Like the same thing you need to do with these. Like this is the odds of this actually happening compared to the, the implied odds these numbers are giving me. How in the world can you set your own implied numbers on if she misses a word? Like that, that's just, there's so many of these that you just have to skip. They're God, just, yeah, they're I just don't know. bad. I mean, they're just so bad. And, and like, you know, it's fun. Like props are fun. And I'm fully on board with degenning out. Like I, I, I have a budget that I set aside from my bankroll <laughs> that, that is just for placing stupid bets. And sure. It's actually been doing well. The last Yo, what are you going to do for like, the Super Bowl, by the way? I don't know yet. I'll just see. I probably watch mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like, this one, it's maybe good, like good how call. many, how many players will have a passing attempt over two and a half? Like it, it's worth looking into tendencies on using using a backup. Like oh, how man. often? You how know, often? How often? That's will not a quarterback... even. I mean, using a backup punter can well, no, have an attempt. Well, no, the yeah, receiver can. Yeah, you know, the Philly special. Well, that, that's what I'm like, saying. Uh, like, look dude, at tendencies man, as far you. as yeah. look at your tendencies because you can pull up. You can pull are you up, looking like, at the price right now? Th- are you looking at the price right now? Oh, it's just over. Oh, okay. I ruined it. But no, you can know that's it's probably priced about probably about right. But yeah, you can go look at how many times have these teams throwing the ball that way, you know, has the punter thrown everything. Well, let's do a little, let's just do a little test. How many times has a, how many times has a quarterback been knocked out for a play or two? Let's wrap up the pod with just like a little test run on one of these. Give me one. Don't tell me the price. And uh, I'll talk, I'll, I'll walk through how I would approach it and you give me some tips. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I'm qualified, but (laughs) all right, here's a good one. I think this is pretty logical. Kansas City team total points, odd or even. Oh man, I'm just I'm fucking that's <laughs> one. that's not that that, that that's a that's a tricky one. Okay. <clears throat> Oof, there's some really bad ones in here. Team to score first wins the game. That's a yes or no. <sighs> okay. Uh, team to score first wins the game. That's a yes or no. Um. Okay. Man. Are you trying to guess the price? Well, yeah, I'm 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 trying thinking through how I would price it so I can even have a basis to guess what the price is. Team let's score pretend, first. Let's so pretend you have time. Yeah. Let's pretend yeah. you have time to do research, which I'm not gonna yeah. let you do because that would make yeah. some terrible radio. Yes. But let's pretend you had time to do research. Step Run one. me through your steps quick. S- step one. I I need to know tendencies for calling the coin flip and and who's who? I, I, for, no, step one. Step one. Which team? Step one. Which team? Which team is calling the coin flip? Step two. Uh, you know what are the tendencies of each coach when they win the coin flip in terms of taking the ball first or deferring? Um, because I want to know: Are we talking about more likely that the first score will be uh, Kansas City or, or San Francisco? I'd like to know. You know, like your know, percentage of um, you know first drive scores for San Francisco and Kansas City this season. Um, I would may, I may go, I may take, uh, Kansas city this season and last season as a, as a continuous sample and look at, uh, how often they scored on their first drive. Um, and you know, I just like to see what those numbers look like, see what the tendencies are. And if there's something clear that manifests like, Oh, look at this Kansas city, you know, routinely takes the kickoff. Kansas city is scoring on their first drive 
uh, at a clip of, you know, 50, 60%, something like that. You know, like if you, if you can put some number together that implies that there's some reasonable more than 50, 50 chance that one of the two, either of the two teams is likely to score first, then I think you can take that information and weave it into, okay, if that team scores first, uh, what is their potential to retain a lead or, you know, or win the game? Um, and, uh, yeah, I think you can kind of, um, you know, put together, you know, put together a handicap in that way. And What's I would say, price? uh, team that scores first wins the game. Yes. Is minus one twenty five. Minus 200. Jeez. There's a decent That's... hold on these. <laughs> what's no no's plus 150 it's, oh, not, a ter- it's oh. not a terrible hold i guess i should i should figure out the hold quick Ooh. okay 1.66 um, and 2.5 see i feel like that's about i feel like no has value then because this is a game where the total is 54 points <laughs> there are going to be uh somewhere north of uh what 10 scoring drafts in this game, you're going to have 12, 12 scoring drives in this game. The likelihood that you even have three in a row, I think, is pretty pretty, uh, pretty reasonable uh, just because there's going to be as many scoring drives as there are going to be. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a game of runs kind of situation here. It, it should be closer to 50-50. It shouldn't be 200. You know, and God, God bless number. your heart. Like, quick math. What is minus 200? 1.66 or am I doing my math wrong? Uh, it's 1.5. 1.5. I was going to say, I calculated the hold to be like nothing. All right. The hold, the holds like six and a half percent. So yeah, that's not, uh, that's, that's not where, small. No, that's not small. Yeah. So one point one minus one fifty is one six point seven percent. Six point seven is not small. Yeah. For a second, I was baffled there. Mm, oh, so yeah, there's, there's value there's on now. Okay. Well, I, that's my first uh, prop on Super Bowl. Then team to score first wins the game. No, I'm going to bet that at uh, uh, plus 150. Look at you. Let's you do know, a bunch of these on Monday. This is a good. This is a good live betting game in general. I really think that. I honestly like the the only things I can kind of tell you that I know for sure because I don't I don't know this game. You said you lean Kansas City early. I nope. kind of I think Kansas City is clearly the better team. Neutral field. I would have made this game Kansas City two and a half. Uh, so I think there's line value in Kansas City, but Kansas City with a lead in this game spooks me because they can't run the ball. They make stupid mistakes where they can't, you know, they can't put away leads. Uh, and a team that has as many passing dynamic passing weapons as San Francisco uh, is going to be able to get back into the game on you. And if San Francisco for somehow gets a lead in this game, they can run out the clock much more effectively than you can. You're not great at stopping the run. Um, your only hope in coming back is that you can chuck the ball like incredibly well. And yeah, you should be able to, um, you know, mount a comeback if you're down in this game. Um, so yeah, no, I think both teams very live to come back depending on uh, how the game state plays out. And uh, I would expect that there's multiple lead changes in this one. Uh, and I would be shocked if either team scores first and runs away with it. Yeah. And I'm, boy, I'm sitting here. I set up a little, a little uh, spreadsheet figure router. Where I'm just punching in, I'm punching in the prices on some of these to oh, figure good. out the hold. Even these two-way markets, 
and you know, I'm only looking at one book. I should stop disparaging them because I like I like them. You know, <laughs> we gave them every, some free pub runner. Every right? book has their uses, like, but like, there's a two way market where the hold is like eight point nine percent. Like, take it easy so here's some of these. here's a question about the what like, I don't, broke don't down. get nuts we, on here, I, I walked through through my decision making process on that process on that. Do you think I should have looked specifically at the question at hand? How many games did San Francisco score first this season and then win the game versus Kansas? Like, should I have looked at specific, like identifying that specific scenario more carefully in the data set in terms of building a handicap? Uh, it's, not it's not a real big sample. Not, it's not a real big sample and it doesn't really speak to, but it does kind of speak to coaching tendencies. Yeah, but every game has its own context. Like that's a, that's a super tough one because it, it, as you do that, it's just going to turn into like an argument. If you brought in like 10 handicappers to two props, I think mm-hmm. you'd have 10 different ways they'd look at that where somebody might do it that way. Somebody might look at the overarching, you know, tendencies of every team for the last 10 years. What if somebody I might, yeah, might I, only look I, at high, high scoring games that exactly, against I, two yes. high scoring a games. Pick em, a pick them kind of range under yeah. a field goal. With, either within way. a field goal, yeah, field over, goal 50. over 50. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, what, what the kind agree. of tendencies are. Yeah, no, there's yeah. a lot of different ways. Many a way to skin a cat, and I'll be interested to hear what everyone else is betting for the props. Yeah. Do you think there's value on no? Is that where your gut would be on that? Kind of feels that way. <laughs> okay. Because okay. you could you could go big on that and arb your way out pretty pretty quick. If if I look at the last ten years and I look at uh, games with a total that closed over forty eight and under a field goal. Uh, how often do you think that the team scores first wins? Have you run this? I'm about to. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I would say less than 60%. Less than 60. That was my guess too. I would have said around 57, 58. Well, yeah, because, well, and the implied odds of minus 200 is 66.67. Yeah. So and minus hey, 125 was my guess that I guessed 56, 55.6. Yeah, that's. I think that's about what it is. Get five hundred dollars down on this, baby. <laughs> don't give away be, all your. Might be don't re- give away all your winnings. It may be referred for approval. It says. Oh, no. Also, I'm not betting that. Mm, okay. No, be interesting right. to see that. But yeah, I'm. I'm excited to break down props for the next two weeks because I'm probably just going to play some a little on Kansas City. We're playing on house money. We had a good. That's a terrible way to think. Say that I shouldn't ever say that. No. But we had a winning season. I'm not going to go big on the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Maybe the you best haven't placed a bet ever? yet. No. You haven't, you haven't. Okay. Okay. KC minus that? three and a half. That's my bet. I'll probably play it all. You're gonna play it all. Okay. That's 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 uh. That's not a terrible look because the distribution is going to be pretty. Uh, it's going to be pretty fat on either end. One Here's of the two teams. Yeah, yeah the ones that the ones that you can actually go do some research and decide how you want to price it are the more fun ones in my mind. Will there be a missed extra point? And you can actually go back and look at and run some data. Like those are way more fun in my mind than some of these stupid you know, pop culture ones. So either way, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. We got a fun yep. guest this week. We're yep. going to start kind of start the off season early. Cause we're going to do a bunch of fun interviews this off season. And 
since we're not doing a handicap this Wednesday and we will not be handicapping the Pro Bowl, we're going to go early with a guest, and it's going to be super cool, and I'm excited. We're not telling you until we get there. Outstanding. I was exciting it. Yeah. It's going to be a fun couple weeks running up to this. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, pretty, pretty uh, – it's always fun to – end the season on a on a couple of winners as opposed to seeing your bankroll go up in flames, which is <laughs> the trajectory I was on after last week. So good good turnaround here. All right, man. Check you on uh, Wednesday. That's gonna be a fun pod. I can't wait. I am very excited. We will talk to you later. Thanks for listening, guys and girls. We know you're